Yes, afternoon, morning, or evening, regardless when you listen to this. Hi, it's me, it's Burge. I am dead excited. It is Halloween weekend, and I'm going to put the spooks up some kids this weekend, kids. <laughs> Probably sound, sounded unfair and harsh, but hey, never mind. Um, anyway, did a great live stream today. Great live stream today. Stuart Aitken of Lift the Bar fame is going to be doing a 30-day challenge for personal trainers, posting on social media, whether or not they are like really into social media or whether or not they are just trying to like cut their teeth with getting content out there, a 30-day accountability coaching program. So what I wanted to do is I wanted to bring Stu on to really grill him about kind of why he's doing this, why it's going to work, who it's for, how best to use social media. And it ended up being a really great conversation that I wanted to share with you guys too. So without any further ado, my second ever special guest other than Claire Winter on the Lift the Bar podcast on the personal trainer daily podcast, should I say, Lift the Bar's his one, not mine. You guys are more special than them anyway. My special guest for the personal trainer daily podcast is Stuart Aitken. And we have a great conversation that you're going to listen to in three, in two, in one. Here you go. All right, so uh, Stu's not seen on the live stream what I have uh, dubbed this. It's called the Roast of Stuart, I think. Yeah, I want to find out why the bloody hell someone like Stu is running the bloody hell something like a social media challenge over 30 whole days. 30 days, Stu. Have you got yeah. it in you? Stu, have you got it in you? You better tell people. What is, what's all this thing about? Come on. I don't know if I've got it in me, mate. I don't know. I think I'm going to need some help. <laughs> uh, the, the 30 day, I, I suppose it came about off the back of the episode of the LTB podcast that I did. Uh, the the lesser known version of the two LTB podcasts now that you've decided to jump into yeah. the, <laughs> our podcast pond. And after Jordan's episode, I listened to it and he talked a little bit about kind of setting yourself some consistency goals. Yeah. And off the back of that, I was like, you know what? I think something that the LTB members specifically because that's always who I'm thinking of first and foremost when it comes to ideas around how we can better support them. They would gain from a challenge around staying consistent with their social media posting over the course of a time period. And 30 days was just the one that made most sense. So that was kind of how it started. Um, I mean, I think the big thing for me with, with this, Chris, is I remember very much what it was like to be in the process of building up your client base or yeah, just yeah, starting yeah. off or being at a really good point where you've got plenty of clients and going through those phases where you sometimes you just feel like you know exactly what you're posting, you're on this, you've got all these ideas, your clients are saying good things, and then all of a sudden you just go dry and you forget and you don't post anything. And I'm sure you'll you'll, um, resonate with this, that I know that I always got more inquiries and also, there's just there's a nice thing about social media from like a validation perspective about your work as a personal trainer. It kind of makes me feel more competent. Yeah, yeah. And getting those, getting people saying like, I really enjoyed your post or I really related to that. It's such a nice feeling. So I know when I was in my periods of posting my most consistent content, I was getting more inquiries and I was just generally feeling good about what I was doing in my, my career. So the biggest goal within this 30-day challenge is really just to help people with consistency. I was thinking about this this morning. Like, I think you can come at it from two angles. You can say quality versus quantity. I think for this challenge, I want people to focus on quantity. 
with. Well, the thing is, the, I, I'm going to jump in here, Stuart. The thing is, people, right, make, yeah. people make quality and quantity dichotomous. It doesn't need to be dichotomous. I think no. if, if every trainer, they look back through the time they've been online. I bet at very least, at very least, people have got like 10 home run posts that have been more popular than the others. For some reason, some reason, that post has done really well. And I bet most have got like maybe up to 10 of those. And as a result of that, even if you just reuse that content already in the 30 days, you've only got to find what another like five, six, seven posts that do okay. 100%. And, and you get you get quality and quantity. Do you, do you think that people are afraid generally of like repurposing and reusing content? Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's something we've kind of, you reminded me of at LTB. I, I think we often think that our, uh, that people notice our stuff a lot more than they actually do and they pay a lot more attention to it. So that's kind of like, there's two there's two elements to that, isn't there? Because there's one that's like, you want them to pay attention and you want them to remember it, but also it's a fleeting moment and amongst all these other posts. So you reposting something that does really well and maybe even just like updating it a bit, like adding a new perspective or yeah, yeah, yeah. if you've learned how to use Canva, add on an image to it or if, or if you've done something like you've done recently and got a photo shoot done, which I think is a great thing for trainers to do, you can add a nice looking image to it or a title. So photo there's so shoot. many ways. Photo shoot, what, like when you go? <laughs> you did You did one of them, didn't you? Oh, it's God. like the... <laughs> yeah, I did as well. That's, do you know what, it come up on my memories about, I don't know, six, uh, six or so weeks ago. I'm like, should I reshare these memories? No. No, I'm not going to do that. It's, it's okay. Chet Majeri is watching. Hi, Chet. Content creates conversations. Conversations create content. <laughs> Chet, That's six, six words. Chet six, things I've heard. Six words and Chet's done. He's out. He's on to save somebody else's live stream now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I think the point about repurposing content is... is, is and, I think about it is that our audience does kind of change over time. Maybe new people come in, old people drop off. Assume you post something and it's just all the same people seeing it. And that might be true. But if they enjoy it the first time, why not allow them to enjoy it a, a second time? Uh, but also another part of this is that what if there is somebody new that it reaches? What if the people that like it the first time like it again? But their friends are slightly different. The people seeing their posts and what they engage in are slightly different. You're still effectively reaching new audiences. Because as soon as somebody likes a post or comments on a post, other people see that they've done it. And if other yeah. people see that they've done it, then they're going to engage in the content potentially as well. So even if you're reposting it, it's exactly the same people engaging with it again. The people that are engaging in their stuff or following them or most likely to see what they're doing, that's going to be different the whole time. It's going to be different the whole time. We also we all we all need reminders of the stuff that is most foundational. So let's say yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You talk about a calorie deficit as a personal trainer, like that. Never. There's always ways to re-spin that. And if you have a post that did really really well, that was a story around how you had taught a client the way to think about a calorie deficit, that can be said again. So yeah, I think there's there's a lot within reposting that trainers can take advantage of. Yeah, uh, amazing. So uh, talk, talk me through the, the 30 days, Stu. When, when are you getting started? What kind of stuff are you going to be feeding into that group? What's the really, I guess, the aim? Of, I've just finished day 30. I've just finished day 30 with Stuart Aitken and his 30-day group. How do I feel? What, yeah. What's going on? It's, it's going to start on the 2nd of November, but, but get yourself into the, uh, 
the the Facebook group or sign up through the the link that you can fling into the, the comments of this, Chris, so people can sign up if they want to. Because I'll be chucking in a couple of things over the next few days. But as I say, it'll start Monday. Um, at the end of it, I would love, I suppose, two things. The first one would be to feel, actually, there's probably three things. The first one would be feel more confident in your posting. Whatever that means, if that just means that you are more confident putting yourself out there a few more times, saying words, that's a great thing. Maybe it is that you want to feel more confident on video. And a big way to do that is through consistency. So that's that's something I would love people to feel is confidence. The second thing that I've already reiterated is um, consistency. And I suppose another angle to that is that I would hope that I'm going to give people some tips around how they create the time and come up with ideas, because that's one of the things trainers always report is, I don't know what to put on. I don't have enough ideas. I hope that I can give you some good ideas around creating content ideas and the last thing, um, this is just something that I noticed just now when I spend time on people's, on personal trainers, Instagram pages and on Facebook pages, is we still don't spend enough time talking about the people that we work with yeah. and the way that yeah. our service works and helps those people. So if at the end of this, if you come out with a bit more confidence, a bit more consistency and a bit more understanding of how to talk about the people that you work with and the service that you offer i'm delighted obviously that kind of ticks a lot of the biases i've got anyway as you, as you know over time i just like i want people to be able to visit our gyms page uh if i was doing this on behalf of my gym i'm, I'm doing it as a participant but for slightly different reasons but on our gyms page i just want it to be really obvious who it is we train kind of how we train people what the kind of feeling is around that and just make it to somewhere if somebody just scrolls across our page if they even spend like like an half a minute looking through what we've done, they'll kind of know what the gym looks like, what the trainers look like, what the clients like, what the training look, looks like, and how that makes people feel. Like incredibly, incredibly obvious stuff. I want it to to leave people with that stamp card with. But you say about the people you work with. What about the trainers that I guess are a little bit more apprehensive and nervous coming into the challenge about actually having photos taken with clients or yeah, they might have a bunch of clients that don't like having their photo taken. Is there still things that they're going to be able to get involved with, Stu? Yeah. I mean, I started off when I, when I started posting way back eight years ago. Funny story. My first ever post that I put up was a picture of a piece of cod that I said was a piece of salmon because the only idea that I had at the time was something around the benefits of omega-3 in your diet. So my point there is like, <laughs> sorry, yeah, horrendous. Sorry, sorry, I know. Sorry, just one, just one more time. Talk me through that again. So I put up a, I took a picture of a piece of cod and put this picture on my Facebook business page and said that it was salmon and stated some of the benefits of having more omega-3s in your diet. Right. Okay. You, so that, that, this is the guy that's helping you here. And, and this, you're, you're about this, to guide people through 30 days of getting social media right. Well, this is the, this is the level we're at. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, some of the stuff I used to post online though as well. Yeah, it just it's not not for now, not for now, not for now. Um, but the, the point the point I was going to say though, Chris, is like that starting point for me there. I started basically with just education yeah. with stuff I was comfortable with. I think like you could most trainers could talk their head off, talk their clients' head off around the benefits of resistance training and why starting an exercise program would be good and how they can get over a motivation slump and why including more green vegetables in their diet is a good thing. They could talk people's heads off around that, and they probably do it 
parties and stuff, start there. Start with the education piece. And then as you hopefully get more confident in the writing process and in the sharing ideas process, and hopefully bring in a few more clients, you can start to talk more about your clients or you can um, start to talk to your clients about sharing more of their stuff online. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, with, with this, like, um, what I realized that, that when I realized what I wanted to use social media for, like, I wanted it to get clients. And when you are, like, are completely honest about what you're posting for, if it's client acquisition, then actually throwing loads of educational content might get good reach. It might get good uh, feedback and comments, things like that. I find the client stuff doesn't get that much but we found the more clients you get actually the the tools turn a little bit and now when we post like client stories or client progress it's my other clients that get involved in that post and invariably it and a retention tool and like a cheerleading tool for all the clients to go onto our page and say hey you're doing great like well done and of course then friends of all those clients see the camaraderie amongst them and it becomes an attractive proposition to come in, in years gone by, I've gone down a completely different pathway of making it kind of photos about me, like photos of me, like talking about stuff or um, education-led posts, which I love and like writing and want to be informative and, and helpful. But in terms of improving the bottom line, the, maybe the way in which I, I I did this was wrong. But in terms of improving the bottom line, it just didn't happen. It didn't happen like it should. So I ended up like this this fairly typical PT thing of I appeared popular. But it wasn't bringing people in the postcode of BS thirty nine seven NX into my gym and signing up. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think your your gym page is a great example of this because I've spent a bit of time on it, just looking through posts that that you've done. And when you do spend time on the curious page, like you guys have done okay in terms of like your reach and things, but you're right, the posts don't get fifty hundreds of likes. Majority of your posts are really focused around your clients, but I know you're getting leads off the back of the page. And I know that the people that are commenting on that are your clients who are like, wow, great job, Sarah. Like, I think the client achievement piece, the small, small wins that your clients tell you about when they go from a kneeling push-up to doing their first ever full push-up or going from one of the examples that I had uh, the other night with a one-to-one client talked about this on the podcast was i just helped him with like an emotional eating thing yeah and that's there's a great story in that to talk about how my coaching helps people get over problems that are really common like 7 p.m netflix and snacks is everybody experiences that right and that's a really relatable thing so to be able to talk about that stuff sprinkling a bit about your clients spring a bit about your services is such a useful thing and you're right like i've done i've spent loads of time trying to create posts that i think would relate to people like you and impress people like you and I never gain anything off it because you're not going to pay me for coaching so I'm always I'm always better spent putting stuff out there that talks about my clients and my services oh honestly the amount of times I've spent on like ebooks or like the older like Moldiv used to be the thing previous versions of Canva and things creating stuff like hours just like get the design right get the wording right to send it out, get like lots of interaction. Wow, this is great. This is great. This is great. And then look at the end of the month. It's like, well, I've got no more leads. So your, your point is completely, completely fair. I think there's a, I mean, what we're finding since you've been doing the 
LTB stuff though, right, is that we don't actually ignore the stuff that gets popular and reach because that also has its uses, doesn't it? So uh, yeah. it's, about, it's, a, it's about like getting that balance right for the coaches and for the people taking part in the challenge that, um, you know, if we make a post and its intention is engagement and reach and reaching new audiences and showing off what you know, that's fine. But it needs to be sprinkled a little bit with other stuff because are you finding that, dude, because you obviously you've taken across largely most of LTB Instagram now. And you've got this good mix of stuff that you know is going to be seen by a lot of people versus the people that are going to click a lot of links, right? Yeah. And I mean, even on the LTB Instagram page, I don't think we do as good a job as we could of highlighting our members. No. Because we don't, we don't really, and we also don't talk as often as we probably should around like our services and how they help our members. So even we who are like, I'm trying, I'm hopefully trying to teach people this stuff. And it's always easier said than done when you're telling people things than it is to take it yourself. But I know that we would probably do a bit of a better job if we spent sprinkled in some posts that discussed our members and how they utilize LTB alongside some of the stuff that I know is probably going to do quite well from like a like and a reach perspective, because people are going to resonate with it. And you can do that as well across the course of your week. That's something I've created like a, an example week that I think is a pretty good starting point for most trainers to go off of. You can change things off the back of it. I give you plenty of examples, but it basically runs through like some education-based stuff, some personality-based stuff, if you're okay with that, like talk about, I used to do these weird posts. You probably did things like this as well, Chris, like food appreciation posts. And I would put up like a picture of Percy pigs and be like, who doesn't love these? And like, I always got really good feedback and good health and fitness for it. Because it humanized me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This pedestal, and I think that can be quite useful for people to do. So, a cover of this example week, there's some education stuff, some random stuff like that, and also some client stuff sprinkled in as well. Superb. Right, Stu. So, that's give everyone an overview. And I know that uh, you've got a good going. I've got a good going as well. It's Halloween trail, Stu. This afternoon, it's half term. Want to get on the Halloween trail with the girls? Is that in your local area? The yeah. one that bars. Yeah. Uh, batters trees to get what what that, oh no no that 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 that's they look that's what's sailing so it's a different thing still remember that <laughs> it's the wassail season i think early in the year isn't it i think it's in january if, uh, if memory serves what is it what what wassailing uh for people that don't know, like when Stu first joined ltb like i used to do a Skype calls and i think maybe it was our first skype con like just said hi mate yeah, good good to see you my name's chris your name's Stu. And knock at the door. Sorry, Stu, I'm going to have to leave it. And then we just moved into our house. A little old lady knocks at the door and says, hello, new resident. Uh, we just wondered. It's a bit weird. And at this point, I'm hearing Stu laughing already. It's laughing already in the background on this Skype call. Every January, we, we go up to the tree, the apple tree, with our guns. And then we, we dance around the tree and chant at the tree and, and then shoot the tree. And by this point, proper laughing in the background. I'm like, right, we're busy today. Uh, maybe another time. I come back and I'm like, well, I literally have nowhere to go. What should we talk about now? <laughs> yes, this is where I live. Yeah, this is where I moved to. By the way, thanks for joining Lift the Bar. I'm the owner. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's a Halloween trail. So, Stu, before I go, before you go, I want you to give me a... 30 to 60 second little blast for the people on Instagram about why they should join your 30 day challenge. Are you ready? Are you set? Ghost you. 
I think the biggest thing is if you struggle with staying consistent on social media and you find that you sometimes overthink what content ideas and you sometimes struggle with developing those ideas and actually putting them out, this challenge is going to be perfect for you. It's free to join. It's only 30 days. It's before Christmas. It'll get you into a good habit. You can build on it for 2021. Come join it. Look at that. That was professional. I didn't even tell you we're going to be doing that as well. That was that was like off the cuff good. No, my heart rate is like bum, 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 bum. <laughs> uh cool. That's us done. Right. There's one quick question from Roy Laray. What's the best platform mm. to share across multiple platforms for 30 days? Like Hootsuite, for example. Yeah, we, we used Hootsuite for a bit, but to be honest, Roy, I quite like Facebook's own creator studio. Like, although you've got to use the two different tabs for Facebook and Instagram. What you got to do that, you just copy the text and then paste it across. Like it going in its own platform. I, whilst there's no science behind this, it makes logical sense in my little pea brain that if we keep the content creation inside Facebook and not send it, if it's sent to Hootsuite, Hootsuite have got it sent to Facebook. And invariably, what I've found over time is that when you ask Hootsuite to send to Facebook, Facebook is like, ah, oh, Hootsuite's posting on your behalf. There goes your reach, bitch and diminishes it. But if you keep that content and schedule it in Facebook, because Facebook, goes, oh, okay, you're getting organized, are you, Mr. Organized Person? They tend to support your reach a little bit further. So that's the reason why, where you can keep scheduling inside Facebook and the Creator Studio is the place to do it. Uh, that's us done. Thanks for coming on, Stu. Nice. Got there in the fun. end. Uh, right. I will uh, see you. I'll see you all next week. In the meantime, have a great Halloween. Have a great weekend. And I will see you on Monday. Goodbye.